0: willkommen, welcome. Sianamgela and welcome to the Bundesliga Connection with Chris Harrington on the SL podcast in partnership with DW Berlin. DW Berlin. for the latest from Germany's domestic football league, the Bundesliga and more. And for that, we are joined by DW Sports correspondent, Mr. Chris Harrington, from our partner station, Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. Chris, there was an international break this past weekend. In your estimation, do Germany look ready for the upcoming European championships?
1: Well, uh, yes, yes and no. Uh, these were World Cup qualifiers. And uh, prior to kickoff uh, for the German team, and uh, among others, we saw protests uh, because of the human rights abuse accusations against Qatar for the upcoming World Cup in Qatar in 2022. You know, so uh, that's one thing I thought was you know a positive gesture from the teams. But now, it's, in regards to the uh, action on the pitch, and I, and I will mention this: uh, Germany's uh, midfielder Tony Kroos has announced he will retire after the European Championship. He's another seasoned veteran. That's played over 100 matches for the German national team. That won the World Cup with the team in 2014. That will depart. If you can remember, in 2018, in the World Cup, he had this thrilling uh, free kick goal. You know, to keep their hopes alive. You know, in the group stage, albeit short lived. So, so he's another vet that would leave. You know, uh, joining. Joachim Love out the door. Now, as far as the the team and the opponents played, I mean, they played uh, Iceland. It, it was a scare prior to kickoff because a player, Johannes Hoffman tested positive for coronavirus, and the German team couldn't even practice, you know, uh, ahead of kickoff. But you couldn't tell that by the way the match went. It was pure domination. You know, uh, Gundogan had a great match. He scored alongside Goretzka and uh, Kai Havertz. Gnabry is looking really good at leading the attack. He provided two assists. You know, Timo Vanna, who I thought would be leading the attack, uh, hasn't been a major factor for Germany. I don't think he will be this summer either. He only has 10 goals for Chelsea. They're shopping for a new striker anyways. You know, but uh, the German team's looking really solid with that attack uh, up front. Kai Havertz, Leroy Sané, and uh, Serge Gnabry in the middle. Uh, and their other opponent, they played Romania. Germany only scored one goal. They dominated Iceland with three goals. I expected a similar result against Romania. You have to give a lot of credit to their goalkeeper. He had eight saves. You know, but Germany does look good, you know, with their young mixture of talent. They look real solid. But these opponents are not the same opponents they'll be facing in the European Championship. So it it's a case of putting the carriage before the horse. Uh, their last warm-up, their last couple of warm-up matches, so to speak, North uh, Macedonia, I mean, come on. I don't expect that to be much of an opponent. And then Latvia, early in June, uh when they face off in the european championship they face off with france first you know i don't think these opponents will get them ready you know uh for that type of competition that caliber of competition they're gonna have to step it up in training or do something because you know uh they're gonna have to be prepared to uh play a different type of animal you know when the european championship kicks off than what they're facing in these world cup qualifiers so time will tell but uh The positives to take away the team looks great offensively up front right now and then manuel Neuer, obviously the solid uh in the back so you have to salute the team for doing that getting it done
0: meanwhile in the bundesliga dortmund according to reports have set a new price tag for erling haaland at 180 million euros are they looking to try and cash in as much as possible the same way they did with Jaden sancho or are they looking to price people out of even trying to buy haaland what are dortmund thinking at the moment
1: I think Dortmund are thinking about uh, fair market value. You know, 180 million euro price tag on Holland's head it does a couple of things. For one, it makes them unattainable for a handful of clubs. You know, Barcelona, you know, uh, among other clubs, you know, are looking for the services of Holland this summer, you know, triggering this crazy release clause, you know. But another thing that came out reported with his contract is that the club wants uh, him, uh, the club wanting him, also has to pay 20 million euros to a group of agents as commission, you know, uh, but he's young. He's 20 years old. It does make sense that the biggest fish in the European Sea and Real Madrid, Chelsea, Man United, among others, are all uh, hunting for Allen Holland's signature. He's putting up the numbers in record fashion. He's the fastest to score 20 goals in the Champions League. He only needed 14 games to do that. And Holland was the only, the first one to reach uh, that landmark before his 21st birthday. The second youngest is Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe, all we know, a high-priced player in the past. His recent price tag is 200 million. Right now, his past one was 180 million. When you when you add in all the benefits, so that's right on par, right on level with where Alan Holland is right now. Alan Holland's hunger for scoring cannot be taught. You know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Ellen Holland has put up the numbers to back up this price tag. Besides, Dortmund are in financial trouble anyway. You know they could use the cash. I think Dortmund are doing good business. You know when they're looking at it that way, every Bundesliga side is taking a hit with no fans. You know and all of these things. So uh, this will definitely help Dortmund build. Hopefully, Dortmund can retain some of this electric talent they've gathered recently because how else could they compete? You know. But I think Ellen Holland, for all intents and purposes, he's he's a true number nine. You know, a true tip of a spear. A-, a lot of players out there are trying to fill those shoes, but don't quite do it. Alan Holland clearly uh, has no problem uh, fulfilling that void. And I-, I think he'll be an asset to any club he'll join in the future.
0: Speaking of Dortmund Crest, they are four points behind Frankfurt, and Leipzig also trail Bayern by four points as well. How do these important matches play out? What's your estimation and guess?
1: You know, on one side it, it matters, but on the other side it really doesn't matter h- how they play out in terms of who wins and who who, who loses. Uh, Leipzig and Bayern, they drew last time. I did mention that before. You know, and then obviously, you know, with only the three points for a victory, there's still a little bit of room, even though not much, you know, that uh, Bayern have to play around with at the top of the table. Uh, uh, three points is going to be way more important for uh, Dortmund, you know, against Frankfurt because there, there's also, like you mentioned, a four-point gap between those two sides Dortmund need to return to the Champions League. I mentioned their financial woes earlier. Returning to the Champions League gives every club a financial windfall. You just make money, you know, being there, showing up for the competition. And Dortmund, I'm sure, are counting on that, you know, in their books. And they desperately need to return. They need the victory more. And what's working in Dortmund's favor is the fact that they didn't have Ellen Holland, the player I've just been hyping up. You know, in the previous question, in the lineup, I think when Ellen Holland in the lineup, you never know what could happen. He's always good for a, a goal here and there. But Andre Silva is no slouch either. Frankfurt have their firepower. I think it'll be a high-scoring uh, affair. Uh, I'd like to see Dortmund win this match uh, because I, I hate to see teams with historic presence in competitions, you know, kind of slip off for no reason. It, it kind of makes no sense that Dortmund's struggling the way they are. But uh, let's see if they can get it done. This will be a real litmus test. When they face off against Frankfurt.
0: Thank you very much for the Bundesliga and German football update, Mr. Chris Harrington from our partner station Deutsche Welle in Berlin, Germany. It is a shorter show today, but that's natural with an international break. Thank you very much and have a fantastic day further. Cheers. Danke und Auf Wiedersehen. The Bundesliga Connection is a team effort driven by the following incredible individuals. The show is hosted by Slu Paho and Chris Harrington. It is produced by Chris Harrington. It is edited by Aidan Hewitt and Uli Prisch. And graphics are provided by Nino Segelein.